What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Daily Mic Drop, episode number 74. I am Mike Zacchio, and as always, I appreciate you all taking a little bit of time out of your days and nice to sit and chat with me here for a little bit. Just a reminder, this is the final week of the Daily Mic Drop, so if you have not done so already, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Daily Mic Drop on iTunes. Taking the extra two seconds to just drop five stars or leave a one, two-sentence review really does mean the world to me. Our guest tonight is not only an avid listener and contributor to the show, but she's also someone that I've had the pleasure of getting to know over the past few months. She is a writer who covers the Portland Trailblazers Blazers of the NBA, and she's also a wedding photographer, as I've come to learn, which we're going to be talking a lot about tonight. So please show some love in the comments section to our guest tonight, Ms. Dia Miller. Let's go. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being on. And at short notice, like, yeah. you know, just for those of you who know, like, you know, Dia was booked two hours ago, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a shit show today trying to trying to find <laughs> someone to come on. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, so, I mean, first off, the question I love asking people, you know, how are you handling COVID and everything that's been going on the past few months? Man, you know, I have little kids. So being stuck inside a house is, is, is kind of like a, a nightmare. <laughs> it's, um, I can imagine. I mean, it's bad enough as an adult. Like I like to be out and doing things and going places. But when you tell kids that they have to be stuck inside a house and yeah. then you stick an adult inside the house with them and then you take away all the sports, it's kind of I, it's somebody's bad idea here. Yeah. <laughs> I keep hearing from people, who, you know, whether it's teachers and parents, but like it's just it's kind of a shit show like for those of you who uh, yeah. who have kids and whatnot how old are, are your kids if you don't mind me asking yeah uh jealous about my daughter is seven and then i have two boys that are five and three and basically okay. just a tornado constantly. i was gonna say i mean those are ages where yeah. they, they're little uh they're little rabble rousers yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and my daughter is very very extremely social and so she will regular i mean they're distance learning now so she's constantly like crying that she misses her friends and it's, 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 it's tragic. It's really like, I joke about it a little bit, but it's, it's tough for kids. Yeah. I can imagine. I mean, especially at that age where like, they don't really know any better. Like you can't right. really tell them and they're like, they're really going to process like what's right. going on. And hopefully when they get older, they'll understand like, you know, mom was only doing as, as best yeah. as she could yeah. given the situation. Like, it wasn't all... my fault. I promise. <laughs> So, uh, like I said, I've gotten to know you through the past few months through, yeah. through the show, thankfully. Um, and like, I always knew you were a diehard basketball fan. I knew that you, yep. you know, covered and, and worked with, you know, the trailblazers and whatnot, but I had no idea that you were a wedding photographer until yeah. recently when you responded yeah. to one of the uh, stories. So like, and you've been doing it for 13 years. Yep. So like, like, how did that like come to be? Like, like, how did you, what made you want to become a wedding photographer? It's, it's an interesting story. I'm trying to balance this and it's not balancing. So I may have to hold it. It might no, get wobbly. Good. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, it's interesting because it's not really something I ever set out to do. It wasn't one of those things where I was like, I really want to be a wedding photographer. Um, I have always been into photography, but I was the, the, the short version of the story is I was coming out of an abusive relationship and I had a camera. And in that time of being in that relationship, um, he had alienated me from my friends, from my family, from my hobbies. I really was a shell of myself and I didn't really have anything that I enjoyed or brought me joy or anything. I just was struggling. And I had this camera that he had actually given me and basically said, you'll never make anything of yourself. And it was, it was really a great, great relationship. Yeah. Um, and so I just kind of threw myself into it. I s learned my camera. I I learned to shoot it on manual settings and 
I shot everything that would sit still for me and a few, a few things that wouldn't. Um, and I just shot everything I could. I read everything I could and I taught myself how to do it. And in the process of that, um, weddings were kind of the Holy grail at that time. Um, weddings, I don't know. I mean, 13 years ago, wedding, wedding photographers were big bloggers um, they were like, that was a big thing, this whole wedding photography industry. And I kind of got swept up in that. And what ended up happening actually is I couldn't afford the workshops and things like that, that people were putting on. Um, and so I actually, and I am by no means a model at all, but I would volunteer and say like, I'll come be the subject for your workshop. And so I didn't have my camera, but I would get to go and be like the model, which is just a joke to me, um, in these workshops. And I would get to hear what they were teaching for free. Yeah. So woman. I learned That's a lot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was trying to be resourceful. And so, um, and I ended up with some really good connections from that. And I was very fortunate to connect with one of the top wedding photographers at the time in the industry. And she was very generous with her time with me and with her um, advice for me. And she sent clients my way. And I just kind of built this business from nothing and was fortunate to do it long term, which isn't always the case with with um, careers like that. So yeah. that's the short version. <laughs> Anything in the entertainment field, you know, like I like we've discussed, like I do some DJing on the side and whatnot. Yeah. Like, like trying to get those big events like you really kind of have to know people because how many people are going to say like, yeah. you know, hey like you want to shoot my wedding like okay let me see your work and you're like i don't right have yeah so like I, right I mean, and having that you know what do they say like, it's it's the rabbi who's looking out for you to kind of guide you along like yeah. you know god bless it you had someone to like kind of yeah. send clients your way because otherwise it's you're just kind of yeah. aimlessly walking around um so so i guess yeah. you didn't have to work through a friend or a family member to get your first gig or anything like that? Oh, no, I did. My my first wet. So that that actually the, the point that I met her, I was already shooting um, my first wedding that I ever shot. What I had never sh obviously never shot a wedding. And so I went on Craigslist. Is Craigslist still a thing? I think so. I don't use it, but I know. Yeah. OK. <laughs> Yeah, I don't either. Um, I, I think there was like a movie that came out about the Craigslist killer or something. And I'm like, never again. But at the time I went on Craigslist and I put an ad out and basically said, I have never shot a wedding in my life. I'm completely self. I was very honest and said, I, I want to shoot. If you don't have a photographer, if you can't afford a photographer, um, if it's short notice, whatever, let me know and I'll come shoot it. And a couple contacted me and they were eloping. And they didn't have anyone go. It was just them and the pastor. And they said, if you want to come shoot it, you can. Uh, will you also be our witness? <laughs> I'm like, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I went. Yeah. And it, that was the first wedding I ever shot. And it was terrifying. Um, but I did it. And then I started second shooting with people as much as I could, um, which then kind of builds relationships within the industry, gives you experience without all the pressure and, um, and then when I was doing that is actually when that, that connection happened with her. But, but yeah, it, you kind of have to work your way up, especially because you don't want to go into somebody's wedding blind yeah. and like mess it up. Of course. <laughs> but that's like a great market that, that I didn't even think about of like, you know, the people who either they have a photographer that dropped out last minute or they want to elope. Yeah. That they, something that they just decide and yep. it's like, oh shit, we need a photographer. A lot of 
you know, right. the, the big name photographers, like they're booked a year or two years yeah. in advance sometimes. So like having someone just to be like, yep. Hey, come on. And just like, I mean, I was able to scoop you up for this interview. Yeah. Um, so yeah. like, it's just you know, being readily available. It's, it's a, it's a really yep. good commodity in that industry, I guess. Um, yeah. So working a, a friend's wedding, like, do you find it easier or more difficult to work the wedding of someone that you really know? It depends on the person. Okay. Um, I've, sh- I've, I've shot quite a few weddings of friends and family. Um, sometimes it works well. If it's a family member, it's a struggle because usually then I know a lot of the people that are there. And so it's like trying to get people organized. They're not really listening. Like they don't take you seriously yeah, because they know you. Right. And so that's a little different. Shooting a friend. I love shooting people that I know on some level because I think there's a level of comfort that's already there. And so you're going in and they kind of, they kind of know you, like they're comfortable with you. Cause what people don't realize is when you're a wedding photographer, like aside from the bride and groom spending the day with each other, your wedding photographer is the person you're with the most that day. Um, oh, yeah. yeah you, so if, so like I always tell people, if you don't like them, don't hire them because they're going to be with you all day long. Um, and so I think it's always fun to shoot people that I'm friends with or that I know on some level, just because of that, like you get to hang out with them, you know, them, you know, like their comfort level, you know, how they interact. And I think that that shows up in the photos. Like when I look at photos of friends that I've shot versus strangers, um, I see a difference in the ones of my friends. And just yeah. because just because I saw we have a couple of people who just recently popped in. If you have any questions for myself, Dia, we're talking pretty much like all things weddings. Just pop them into the comment section or that little box with the question mark, and we'll uh, we'll get to it as soon as possible. Uh, yeah, no, I mean when we like, thankfully we booked our photographer, you know, before COVID and everything. But going yeah. into it, I said I'm like, you know, obviously we want someone who's going to take good photos. But like, if we sit down with this person and I'm not comfortable with them. It's like yeah. an automatic no from me. Like yep. to me, comfort comes before price. I think because, yeah. like, you know, like I said, yeah. I think it makes you the bride and groom more comfortable because now you've just, right. you just feel like I can trust this person. Like they're not gonna fuck up our big day, anything like that. It's it's not like okay, yeah, you take great stuff, but you know, you're kind of a dick and you're making me feel really uncomfortable <laughs> and you're not gonna get the best yeah. out of me or, or, yeah. or anything like that. Um, what is one of the most important lessons you've learned from your first wedding until now, thirteen years later? Oh man. Um, I mean, aside from like technical stuff, because I've obviously learned a ton as far as technical stuff. Um, but I think just, um, the ability to take control. I tend to be someone that in that situation, like my first, the first several years really of weddings for me, I struggled to step in and take control. I struggled to jump in front of someone to take a picture like during the ceremony if like um, the 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 joke is uncle bob like that's the guy that's always in the in the way that's like a term um like if uncle bob was in the way i felt bad stepping in front of him um i would struggle with getting you know commanding a crowd and getting people to listen that was probably the hardest thing for me starting out now i go in and it's like i've got it down it doesn't bother me i have no problem with it so i think that has probably been the biggest lesson for me is like that that's huge and it makes a huge difference there's all kinds of lessons i've learned with tech with um you know the technical side with the style with editing with all that kind of stuff but just managing people 
um, as a wedding photographer, like a big part of your job is managing people and managing time. You have to be able to keep people on time and you have to be able to keep people organized. Sometimes drunk people, sometimes unruly people, sometimes cranky and upset and dramatic people. Like there's a lot of this weird stuff that happens at weddings that you have to kind of be um, ready for. (laughs) Amanda is actually asking down in the comment section, what is one of the biggest mishaps you've ever had for a wedding shoot or during a wedding shoot? The one that comes to mind is I was out of town shooting a wedding. I was south. I think it was like central California. And I actually, I was in the middle of family formals and I got sick, like physically ill and had to step away because I just suddenly got sick. Thankfully, I always have a second shooter. I don't shoot weddings by myself. I always have someone with me and she was able to step in and finish the family formals and I was able to get myself under control and come back and finish the wedding. Um, but had I not had her, that would have been, that would have been tr- not very good. <laughs> and and that's so. like, that's really interesting. I'm sure a lot of people are, are wondering, like, I'm sure Amanda was thinking the same as I was like mishaps or, or things with, you know, the bride, the groom, the bridal party, the parents, whatever, like anybody oh, else. Like, I, feel, I feel like people like, yeah. I honestly never thought about like what can go wrong other than them being late or just not showing yeah. up. Like, I don't know what can go wrong oh, with so many the things. photographer themselves, but like, I'm yeah. afraid to even bring it up. Cause with the people. No, it's, you know, I have stories. There was one, I don't know if Candace is still on here. My friend Candace was on here. I saw her pop on and she actually, she and I shoot together a lot. Okay. And, um, she, there was one wedding that we shot, that the DJ got very drunk and had, he was pulling out hats. He was pulling out a tambourine. He was like, I mean, it was, we had, Candace and I both had to walk out into the hall because we could not control our laughter, but also like, that's awkward for the the bridal party. Of course. Um, I, there was one wedding I shot where by the end of the wedding, the bride and groom were not speaking to each other anymore. Um, that actually, not to that degree, but things like that happen more often than I would like to see. Um, because it's tense. Like weddings can be really, really a lot of pressure and a lot yeah. of tension. Um, and some people don't handle that very well. I, uh, so, maybe because yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit more naive, that, but I, I've always... I've always believed that weddings, Shaman, everyone always says like, oh, it's just, it's a big party. Why do people need to get married? This and that. I'm like, I believe it's a celebration of love. And that's what I think. Right. That's what I hope our wedding is. So whether it's big, yeah. small, yeah. whatever, like, and that's why I don't think we've really fought about anything. We haven't really been stressing. Cause I'm like, this should be a happy occasion. This shouldn't be right. anything to stress about. That's why I never understood Absolutely. movies, whatever TV shows where people are like, they're, they're at each other. I'm like, why yeah. the fuck are you getting married? What are you yeah. doing here? Like, I think that's, I think your situation and how you guys are dealing with it absolutely is how it should be. But I think you'd be surprised at the amount of people that it is not that way. Um, and there, you know, the, th- the thing that I tell all of my couples is something's going to go wrong. It, it's going to like, something is going to go wrong. Your that's day, what I've heard. No, no day in the history of the world is perfect ever. And when you add all the elements that go into a wedding and all of the people that go into a wedding that you cannot control, something's going to go wrong. And without <laughs> fail, almost always does. You have a choice how you respond to that. Like you can either roll with it and let it go and not worry about it, or you can let it ruin your day. And the fact of the matter is 
most people have spent a lot of money and a lot of time on this day. And you're exactly right. Like it should be about the two of you and it should be about your love and your commitment to each other. And it's really easy to get hung up on all the other stuff, I think. But if you can focus on that and on each other, you're going to be fine. And and I tell people all the time, like, because those things will happen and you'll see it start. You'll see the bride and groom start to get stressed. And I'm always like, you guys, it's fine. Don't worry about it. This will be a funny story later. Like, it's not going to matter. At the end of the day, you're going to get married. It's going to be beautiful. Nothing else matters. Like, don't worry about it. Just let them be. Now, is that in your opinion, is, is that like part of a, of a wedding photographer's job? Do you think like to kind of <laughs> reel them in or to calm them down? Like, do you think that they almost need to be kind of like a, a hype coach or is it just like, listen, yeah. <laughs> I'm here to shoot. I don't give a fuck if you tear your heads off. Like, like what is your opinion on that? Yeah. You know, I think you're going to get different, uh, different kinds of people who, who approach that differently for me personally. Again, like I'm with my couples the entire day. So I kind of feel like I, I have the ability to either like, I could just let them be and not say anything, but for, it doesn't take much for me to step in and say like what I just said to you, it's yeah. not a big deal. You're going to get married, whatever. And a lot of times for them, this is most likely their first time getting married. They don't know what's going on here. I've been to hundreds of weddings. So for them to hear me say, hey, it's going to be okay, it's not a big deal, often will set their mind at ease really fast, which makes my job a lot easier. Because if the bride and groom are freaking out, my job's going to be tough. So, I mean, and you have a lot of people have wedding coordinators, but some people don't. And when there's no wedding coordinator, I kind of end up in that role without, because there's no one else to do that. Um, and so it does kind of end up falling on me. And again, like it's not technically in my job description, of course. but I'm also not going to let them sit there and freak out if I can do something about it. So I, I think by nature, I'm a control freak. I like trying to control as many moving parts <laughs> as, as much as I can. And the two most prominent things that I hear about weddings is the, that I've seen through, through threads and blogs or whatever the day goes by like this yeah. and something is going to go wrong. Yeah. And I'm yep. like, okay, well the, the first thing, like, I always plan like I want to soak in everything. Yep. I don't want to be one of those grooms that's getting hammered, drunk, and like yeah. blacks out and basically doesn't remember the wedding. And the second one, I'm like, I just hope that whatever does go wrong, like I'm going to be yeah. realistic. Like it's it's manageable, it's containable, um, and hopefully yeah. it's something that maybe my groomsmen or her bridesmaids can handle that like yep. doesn't really affect us or anything like right. that. Um, but yeah, like I mean, we have. 12 and 12 on each side for, for yeah. the bridal party. So you have so, plenty like, of people to deal with stuff. <laughs> which I, so that's what I say. But now I'm sitting there thinking like, oh shit, like what if, you know, <laughs> something goes wrong with the bridal party? I'm like, that's 24 people that yeah. we need to manage aside from our own. Or whatever. And right. so that's why when you sit there and say like something can go wrong, I'm like, oh shit, like that's, yeah. that's 12 different personalities. Thankfully, six right. of them are family for me. Um, I see my cousins <laughs> down there, at least 12, t 12 tweets. I'm not drinking 12 twisted teas at my wedding. <laughs> I, it's not going to be a good situation for anybody. But I think, I think you, I think you just can't worry about it. Like you just yeah. have to go into it knowing it's not your job to deal with any problems. It's Factory. not your job to deal with the people have someone else do that. If you don't have a wedding planner, like ask somebody that's family or friend that you trust to kind of step into that role and say like, Hey, can we send people to you? If there's an issue, can we send people to you? And that way you aren't having to deal with it. 
Oh yeah, no, and that's the one thing like, I'll have a talk with them, you know, because I, I don't, I don't know if I'm having a bachelor party when it's gonna be or anything. Um, but I definitely want to talk with my groomsmen and be like, hey guys, yeah. not to be a dick, but like, <laughs> I don't want to be stressing about things. So like, right. don't, don't like, don't come up to me if it's an issue or a minor issue right. or whatever. Like, find someone, either work it right. out yourselves or go to yeah. the wedding coordinator or our yeah. pants or s- someone other than us. Um. But yeah, right. I've heard different things like, you know, the bridesmaid, there should be one bridesmaid that's, you know, always making sure there's a drink in the in the, the bride's hand. There's another one who's going to handle the family. It's so I feel like everyone should be designated to have a job and will be. That's a that's a good way to do it. I, I mean, that's how I, I figure I'm like, I'll just plot it out. That, okay, Ryan, you're going to do this. PJ, you're going to do this. Yeah. Tyler, this. Chris, Give him this, a job. And just handle it. A job. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a especially if you have 24 people. You, yeah, you should be able to cover your bases with 24 people. Seriously. I, um, so. <laughs> Um, cause this is something that I, I've always fear. Like if I ever did get married, that like, it might be an issue. How often do aisle sitters ruin a shot for you? And hardly ever. Oh, um, thank God. Okay. But I also think that that comes, that comes onto your photographer. Like I will step in front of them or I will ask them to please move. Um, the f- fact of the matter is whatever they're going to get with their cell phone is not like, you didn't hire them to shoot the wedding. Thank you. Uh, you hired me. So, yes. well, you didn't, but whoever yeah. I'm shooting for hired me. And so like, it's my job to get those people to kindly <laughs> step aside. Um, and you know, sometimes people don't, t- I've had to go back up to guests after a wedding ceremony and say, Hey, I'm really sorry for asking you to move. Like, I mean, nothing by it. It's just, it's my job to get that shot. And you just happen to be in a bad spot for me. Um, and people are fine, but it's just like, I just don't think people realize like that they're yeah. in the way and that like their cell phone picture that they've zoomed in on is not going to be quite the same quality as the professional that's been hired to do that. Yeah. I, I, I like to think I'm a relatively nice guy, but like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give the, the disclaimer to my photographer or our photographers, like yeah. Heisman people, if you have to. Right. <laughs> I don't right. care, you know, my, right. my, my aunt who's 60 years old, if she's in the aisle and trying yeah. to get a cell phone shot, yeah. like, sorry, like knock yeah. the phone out like a fumble right. and just get whatever it is you need to be done. Yeah. I've considered like, you know, having the priest announce something like, yeah. hey, you know, the photographer's going around, like, just make sure there's no camera. Yeah. Like we're doing an unplugged ceremony, um, all that I stuff. I love so, that. So I was going to ask, I, are you a fan or a foe of, of unplugged ceremonies? Yeah. I mean, I, I personally love it just because it makes my job easier. And I think... Yes. I think we live in a, in a culture that is so consumed by taking a picture. And I, you know, I always, I always wonder too, like, what are you going to do with that picture? Like aside from your mother who obviously wants that picture, who by the way is almost never the one taking the picture. (laughs) What are you going to do with it? Like uncle George, are you going to like blow that picture up and put it on your fridge or yeah. are you gonna leave it in your phone forget about it and delete it in a month like yeah. they, people fight to get these pictures and we live in this society that is so consumed with documenting every single moment and now i have been guilty of that i have little kids i'm constantly taking pictures of them i've been guilty of that but i think in a situation like this it's so nice to have that pressure taken off as a guest and being told like hey you can't and just putting your phone aside and focusing on what's happening you can take a million pictures during the reception. Yeah. Really, those are the pictures you're going to want anyway. You can take, you know, but just like during these 20 minutes, 30 minutes, hour, whatever it is, like, just enjoy it. Just be present with us. I love it. 
<laughs> I also am the kind of person, though, where like if we're taking family formals and there's time and your aunt comes over and is trying to take a picture, like I'll offer to take it for her. Like I have no yeah. problem with that. But if there's time and if it's not interfering with the actual ceremony. So, yeah. you know, I kind of go back and forth, but I love the unplugged idea. I think it's great. Uh, Amanda's asking, have you ever had someone get mad at you for like saying, hey, <laughs> either you're in my shot or being like, like, can you not have your phone out yeah. right now? Oh, for sure. I have. Yeah, uh, I have. I usually I'm pretty decent with people and I'm usually good about taking note of who that is and going and talking to them afterwards and smoothing it over. Um, but I've definitely had that happen. But at the end of the day, I feel like I would rather have your uncle or your friend or your second cousin or whoever hate me forever when I'm probably never going to see them again, than miss a shot that you are going to know I missed and wish I had. Forever. So yeah. yeah. And this is kind of what I talked about at the beginning where I got to a point where I just got better at, doing these things like my first year or two I struggled with this because I'm very much a people pleaser I don't like when people don't like me and so this idea of like upsetting somebody I didn't oh my god I'm so sorry I don't want to be mean but no I'm here to do a job you're not so like leave it to the professional I try to be nice about it like I'll joke around and before we do before we do family formals and stuff I always say to the family I'm gonna be bossy but I'm going to get you out of here quick. And I promise I don't mean anything by it. And they always are fine. Like yeah. they, people know, and they don't want to stand there all day anyway. <laughs> Have you ever dealt with a bridezilla? Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. So I guess this is a two part question. I mean, what is your, who was your worst bridezilla and what do you like classify? Like what boxes need to be checked for you to classify them as a bridezilla? I had a bride one time that, she just could not be pleased. I mean, she, and this, this was very, very early in my career and she would just, I mean, it was just like, she was snapping at everybody. Nothing was right. She was mad at everybody who came within her path. You know, she's chewing out vendors. She's it. it she was just awful. Um, I think, I have gotten a lot better over the years at not taking brides like that. Like when I meet with a couple beforehand, I have no problem saying like, Hey, I don't think we're a good fit. Uh, you probably need to find someone else. Can, can and you I tell think that, that off the, that, in, that initial interview or is it like, do they not always, usually, okay. Sometimes they, they come out, yeah, they bloom after the fact. Yeah. But I think you can get a good feel for how a person's going to be. Um, just in how they're talking, like if they're casual about it or like, I'll ask a lot of times, like, what's the most important thing to you? Or like, what are you looking forward to the most? And if they're talking about the flowers and the cake and like all the perfect details, that's a little bit of a sign that, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being excited about those things, but if that's what they're focused on, that's a little bit of a red flag for me because I feel like that's, you're going to get caught up and that doesn't mean I won't take them. Sometimes they're amazing and I still do it. Um, but I do think you can get a good feel for a person off of that initial meeting. You know, you spend an hour, hour and a half talking to people, you kind of get a feel for how they are. Um, but yeah, so early on she was, she was rough. We got through it. We did it. It was fine. She turned out okay. Um, but, but she, I felt bad for the people she yelled at, (laughs) but it was, you know, it worked out, but I think, um, as far as what I would classify as a bridezilla, you know, I, there's stress. There's always stress in weddings. Yep. There, there's always tension. 
again, you've spent a lot of money. Like you want to get what you've paid for. I get that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I think when the bride crosses the line to she's either not enjoying herself because of said things or she's lashing out at other people, I think that's when it turns into a bridezilla situation. I think it's normal to be stressed. I think it's normal to be nervous. I think it's normal to feel a lot of feelings. That's fine. But when you start being mean to people, no good. Then, yeah, that's, that's iffy. What, what is something you wish you could say to, to the couple or guests, but you can't? It's not that important. It's okay. not that important. Like the wedding itself is obviously important, but the fact of the matter is at the end of the day, your centerpieces are not going to matter. The food is not going to matter. The song that the DJ played that you actually hate is not going to matter at the end of the day. If you get married and you have beautiful pictures, and I mean, maybe I'm a little partial to that, but, but that's all that's left. At the end of a wedding, all that's left is your photos and your marriage. And so everything else doesn't really matter, and you need to just let it go. I'm so glad you mentioned food because like, I've only been to like maybe five <laughs> or six weddings in my life, and I'm yeah. also a picky eater. But like, I have never once left a wedding and said wow, that food was phenomenal or wow, that food was awful. Like, yeah. I, I just like, I judge a wedding based on like the DJ, like the entertainment, all that's like right. those other factors, but like food, I feel like it's just, it's whatever. I don't really yeah. care about centerpieces, whether I've been to the wedding, our own wedding. It's like, yeah, I mean, I don't want them yeah. to be ugly, but like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, you know, no, it needs to be the long stem. It's, right. No, it's too thin. It's too thick. Like, right. Nobody and are you even going to remember it in a week? Exactly. Like, like, if you talk to a lot of couples, they can't remember their own centerpieces. Like, I'm, I mean, there are a lot of people who they're involved in the planning process, but then it's not like you're sitting at a table looking at it. So at the end of the day, like you don't even remember. No, I can't remember. I could not tell you a centerpiece that I remember other than like, I mean, I've photographed them. So I remember pictures yeah. sometimes, but like nobody cares about that stuff. And and I think um, I think it's real easy to get caught up in that, to get caught up in all of this, like all the details and all the planning and everything being perfect. And again, we live in this social media culture where weddings and wedding ideas and wedding planning is right at the t tip of our of our fingers. And so you get these ideas of how it should be and it should be this and it should be this and it should be this. And the fact of the matter is that stuff doesn't really matter. Like it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Uh, I saw my friend Rhonda asking in the comment section, after working all these weddings that you've, that you've done, do you get like sick of going to weddings like <laughs> as a guest or even I guess as a photographer, like does yeah. it get old for you? No, I, I, it's funny because I'll go through phases where I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this, but it is never when I'm at a wedding. Never. When I, it's like a high for me being yeah. at these weddings and shooting these weddings. I, say all the time, like people literally invite me into the most intimate moments of their lives and, and allow me to be at these, at these moments. And it's like a big part. Like it's so much fun. There's <laughs> stressful moments, but it's so much fun. It's a, it's a big party. Like, it's, yeah, it's so fun. And I will say like, I almost never get to go to weddings as a guest, almost never. So okay. when I get to go to a wedding as a guest, it's, I'm like, it's like that. <laughs> let me be a guest at a wedding. Like that's, I just, that is my goal in life is to be a wedding guest because it's, but it really is. It's the most exciting thing to me because it's, 
it's what I do and I see all these weddings, but I don't get to really enjoy them in this, in the way that yeah. you do as a guest. And so when I get to go as a guest, I get really excited. So no, I definitely do not get tired of, of going to the weddings. Well, that's why like, I mean, for one, like when I sit there and tell people like I DJ on the side, like I do for the most part, like kids parties, like maybe I can yeah. see myself doing a sweet 16, but like, I don't have the, the equipment or the experience to do, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing a wedding. Right. And, and even right. if a friend was like, you know, Hey, we're, we're trying to save money or whatever. Like I wouldn't want to work it because it's like, like you were just saying, I feel like I'm yep. going to be working it. I'm not going to get to enjoy. I mean, granted, right. if they're like, you're the only person who could pro- provide music for us right. outside right. of a fucking iPod, then right. I'll do it. But right. like, if I had the choice, I'd be like, no, I'll do yeah. as much as I can. And then I'm out whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that we're kind of on the same way. Yeah. With it's, that. It's different when you shoot. I So my best friend got married a few years ago um, and she lives in Oregon and she wanted me to be a bridesmaid, but she also wanted me to shoot it. And I'm like, mm, I don't know how this is going to work. It's not going to work. Yeah. We made it work. We did it. So basically what we did is I shot all of the getting ready. I shot their first look and then she hired somebody to come in and take the bridal party pictures and the ceremony and the beginning of the reception. And then I shot the end of the reception. So she it was important to her that like the main pictures of her and her husband together, like all of that stuff, she wanted me to shoot. And so we did it. I would never, ever, ever do that for anyone else. <laughs> it was tricky. It was tough, but it was, um, you know, for her, I did, but yeah, I'm the same way. Like it's, I've had to in the past, draw a line and say like for family um i i I can't i'm not gonna shoot your wedding like i'll i'll help you i'll hook you up with somebody i'll help you find somebody but i just can't do it yeah like i'm going we're we're actually going to my cousin's wedding on saturday and like i'm bringing all my equipment up there i'm gonna like do the the speeches for the the bridal party but like i was kind of telling my uncle who's also my godfather i'm like like i i don't want to work it like if they have a playlist and like we could just use my equipment. That's right, ideal. Right. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you don't have anyone, I'll do it. But like, no, yeah. I want to celebrate with my cousin and my family or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like, hard. But, it's a hard line. Yeah. Um, so as a guest, because Rhonda's question kind of was a nice foray going from being <laughs> on the job to as a guest, the speeches. Is it yeah. better to, to get everything out? You know, so they they do the everyone's here. They do the what is it? The the, the parents come in, the bridal party, yeah. the bride and groom, whatever first dance. Is it best to do like the speeches right then and there, get them out of the way? Or do you think it's better to have that element and then like during dinner or something like that, then do the speeches during that time? Yeah, I tend to think you and and I this goes as a photographer and as a guest. I I think you go in, you do the the grand entrance, you do your first dance, you do your mm-hmm. father, daughter, mother, son, you get the dances done, okay, you have dinner. Okay. And then after dinner or like as dinner's starting to like after dinner's been going, but people are kind of still eating, then do the speeches. People aren't too drunk yet. Usually sometimes they are. You got to kind of factor that in. Yep. Um, and that you haven't lost them. Like yeah. the, the, the worst is when it's time for speeches and you can't find somebody who's supposed to be giving a speech yeah. because once the wedding's over, people do what they want to do. And yeah. sometimes you lose them. <laughs> so, no. but I also think it's, usually by that point people are hungry and they want to eat. And so you're, you, if you start the speeches before you serve dinner, it gets, it's, it's a long time before people are eating. So I usually say dances start dinner. Once dinner started, then as people are eating, they can get up and and give the speeches while people are eating. 
So, because I, I can't even remember, I, what, I think it's been two years since the last wedding I went to. So, like, you, we should do like our first dance, and then like right after that, do the father daughter mo- mo- mother song. Like, it's right yeah. after. Yeah, usually oh, okay. it is. Yeah, okay. at least I, at I, least I, at the. Yeah, yeah. I think. My, I mean, you really can go. You, it's your wedding, so of if course, you yeah. if you want, you can do it however the heck you want to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually, usually they'll do that. Sometimes you'll see them do a first dance and then they'll go into something else. Like they'll start dinner and then they'll do, but, but typically they do them all kind of together. The, the, okay. um, you also will have sometimes where people come in, they do their grand entrance, they sit down, they eat, and then they do everything after that. So okay. you can do it that way as well. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I've gone back and forth with her where like, I, I don't know. I've been to weddings where it feels like start, stop, start, like, like, okay, we're dancing, yeah. we're partying, like, okay, and I sit down, we're going to do a dance. It's like, yeah. okay, and like, okay, love, now it's, dark, it's dance again, yeah. and like, oh, now we're going to do the speeches, and it's like, it's yeah. a momentum killer. Right. And I've also been I to a agree. wedding where it's like, Jesus Christ, can we get to something? Like, come, like, come on, and yeah. this is taking forever. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, it's like, what, I think I'm going to have to, like, poll people and be like, what would yeah. you prefer? Just because, like, again, I don't want to yeah. lose people. I want to be a party. All right. people will leave and be like, that was fucking awesome. Right. Right. <laughs> I tend to think, I tend to think you stack things towards the beginning. Um, again, like you want to eat dinner. You don't want to wait too long for dinner, but I tend to think, do your, come in, do your dances, serve dinner, do your toasts, do your, um, do you can, you know, you can do a dance or two and then do like your bouquet and your garter and then do a dance or two and do your cake and then just dance. Like that yeah. way you don't have to keep your, so like a photographer, you usually pay by the hour mm-hmm. and you don't have to keep them there the whole night. You can let them go and not pay for all that extra dancing time. Um, you also like people who want to stay and dance are going to stay and dance, but people who are like waiting till you cut your cake and then they're going to bounce like those people. Yeah. And, and sometimes you want them to. Um, so I think you, if you can kind of stack stuff towards the front, then you, you don't, especially for you guys, you can, you can visit people, you can dance, you can do whatever you want and not feel like you're constantly being pulled aside to do something else because that you're right. It does kind of kill the mood, especially if you have a good group of people. Yeah. I I know we're going to have a a good number of people that like, I, I need to find a way. I don't know if it's us like making a quick announcement or whatever, but like, I kind of want to like say, hey, we're all beyond thankful that you were able to make it because obviously if we invited you, we wanted you here. Um, right. We, we really want you to celebrate whatever. Like, I, I want to find a subtle way to be like, we're not coming around to every table and touching tables because we're not losing an, an hour of the reception right. just saying hi to people. Like, yeah. Grab us yeah. on the dance floor, say hi, whatever. We, you're yep. here. We want you here. We love you. We appreciate you. You should know that we're telling yeah. you that right now. Consider this the yeah. you know, all-encompassing thanks for coming. But like we're not yeah. doing the table touches kind of thing. I just yeah, want to make sure that's I'm, not like in bad in bad taste. I'm a big fan of not going table to table. Honestly, I think it's I think I think it's exhausting. I think it sucks a huge part of your time, and I think everybody is going to want to talk to you. Everybody's going to think that this is maybe something I shouldn't say, but everybody's <laughs> going to think that they're super important and they deserve 30 minutes of your time, yeah, exactly. and you just don't have that. Like you're going to get stopped constantly. I, and a good number of our people are family members. She's got a big Irish right. family. I've got a big Italian family. And I know yeah. I have relatives who will talk my ear off where it's like, right. I love right. you, but for tonight, shut the fuck up, yeah. please. <laughs> like, so like I, I love you. I would say if I were trying to do something like that, I think what I would do is just when you give speeches after the speeches are over, 
you guys stand up. You can say a little, hey, thanks for being here. We love you. We're so grateful for you, whatever. That's a fairly common thing for the bride and groom to speak as well. And then have the DJ just say at some point throughout, like early on in the dancing, um, you know, if you want to talk to the bride and groom, feel free to grab them at any point and then just move on. I wouldn't even okay. say anything like we're not going to come to the tables. Exactly. Yeah. Just I, leave it alone. Yeah. Like I, I wanted to find a way to where it's almost kind of known where yeah. I mean, but I think, I've, but I've also, I'd rather not say anything at all than yeah. point blank, like yeah. black and white, be like, we are not coming around kind right, of thing. But right. I would love to well, just and do especially, it. Especially if I don't know how it is for you guys, but the thing that I think is so funny about weddings is the people who just need to talk to you, even though you're going to see them in a week. Yeah. Like, it, it's one thing if people have come from out of town or something like that, you don't get to see them a lot. But a lot of times at weddings, you end up with these people that just need your time, but they're mm -hmm. people you see all the time. And it's yeah. like the only difference is you're in a tux. Yeah. You I, I mean, I, time. looking at my list, like, for the most part, it's people that I see fairly regularly. Like, I was like, you know... I, I don't want people that I never see. I don't want Aunt Mildred right. who I can't pick out of a crowd. Right. I want people right. who, who I know, and my, yeah. especially if they're, they're like my guest kind of thing. You know, right. her, right. I know she's got some out-of-town people, but I'm like, that's different. Like, that's yeah. that's one thing, you know. But also, you could talk to me before the wedding. You could talk to me after the right. wedding. Like, you know, right. there's other opportunities right. You can to text talk. me tomorrow. Yeah. Something. Yeah. So that's yeah. just where I come from uh, with that yeah. school of thought or whatever. Um, yeah. So I, I normally do, you know, the daily segments, whatever, you know, like, uh, Transformation Tuesday, Would You Rather Wednesday. I did not get a chance to put the slides up to get yeah. people's feedback because I obviously didn't know who my guest was going to be right. until <laughs> 6 o'clock tonight. Um, but I did write down questions. So I will ask you okay. five Would You Rather questions, all wedding themed. Oh. You, give, you give me your answer and then I'll give you mine. Um, okay. I might actually put them up tomorrow and just get the answers yeah. uh, after the fact. So the first He's question I had... Um, your would you rather questions kill me every week. I can't. They are so hard. I'm. I can't. I need a third choice, Mike. I need a third choice. You can't. You can't make me pick. So we'll see how there's it gonna goes. Be, there's gonna be at least one that I was like, oh shit. I think I even. I, I even need a third. So the first would you rather question? Would you rather have a big wedding or a small wedding? Small. Okay. Just just because you want it to be a more intimate gathering kind of I thing, mean, or or more I, controllable, if, or. If I'm being honest. This is not a wedding photographer thing. To, well, maybe it is. I tell everyone, unless you are set on having a big party of a wedding, elope. Hire a photographer, wear the pretty dress, wear the nice tux, get a, flowers, whatever, but elope. Do it on your own. Do it on your own time because I think that I agree with what you said that weddings should be about the bride and groom and their love. And I think anytime you have an actual wedding, it's not always about that because it's about everybody else that's coming. It's about everybody's going to have their opinions. There's going to be something that goes wrong. And so for me personally, I, that would be what I would do. I would just, I would elope and just hire a photographer. And if you need a, an ordained minister, you can holla at your boy <laughs> who recently got ordained. So I might have to, but that's like, like a great idea. Cause I was also thinking like, I, I got ordained cause I'm doing my friend's wedding next right, month. Right, right. And I'm assuming that's probably going to be the only wedding I ever do. But I'm like, if I did want to try to make that into a nice yeah. little side hustle, I'm like, yeah. who can I market to? Yeah. And then people who want to elope or yeah. they, they just need one at the last minute, like holla yep. at your boy. Especially um, right now with COVID yes. and all the things that are going on, everybody's having to cancel. Like I've had so many people, I mean, I had weddings booked that canceled and I've had 
conversations with friends who are getting married this or who are supposed to get married and they're like we don't know what to do like we've postponed it several times because i think especially at the beginning no one expected it to last this long so people were postponing yeah. it for a month or two and then it was coming up and it's like well now we got to postpone it again and some yeah. people don't want to postpone it and it's just and so i just keep telling everybody just just a loop yeah <laughs> so hire a photographer uh, but a loop <laughs> question number two would you rather have it rain or snow on your wedding day Oh, snow. Okay. So, yeah. So you, you don't, it, for, rain is, rain is going to ruin the hair and makeup. Snow is a little softer and snow would make for gorgeous pictures. So I've said, I got, and this is one of those where I was like, shit, I think I kind of need a third option or my, <laughs> mine is situational. Yeah. For me, if it's heavy, if it's light, I want snow. If yeah. it's heavy, I'd rather have rain. Yeah. And my logic was, People will drive in rain. People will travel okay. in rain. Okay, all right. And, but, like, if it's, like, snowing and, like, it yeah. is piling on, yeah. people aren't leaving their house. And it's, like, yeah. if we have, you know, 200 people coming and it's, like, great. So we have 200 <laughs> people coming and now 50 are showing up. Right, and right. And of them are in the bridal party. Right. Awesome. I, I think um, a lot so of this is... I think a lot of it comes to your priorities because for me, my priorities are the pictures <laughs> yeah. more than, more than even the party. Like I would rather have 50 people show up and get the good pictures than have my pictures be terrible and of have course. everyone there. <laughs> no, oh, no, I, of course we want great pictures. And that's why I think, you know, snow would be great. Rain would be awful, but I'm also like, if it's like really, really light yeah. or heavy, like I don't like light yeah, snow, I can point. deal with, but yeah, it's just, there's a whole lot. Again, I'm an overthinker, and that's why yeah. I put up a simple "Would you rather?" and I think of four different right. situations within yeah, that. Same. <laughs> um, so the, the third "Would you rather?" I had was "Would you rather have someone wear white on your wedding day, or have someone propose at your wedding day without you knowing?" Oh, propose! How cool would that be? I think that'd that, be okay. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amanda yeah. saying, "I agree, especially living in Wisconsin. Snow wedding pictures would be so pretty." Yeah, like we were initially talking about doing. Yeah. This December, December 2020. And I was like, I love Christmas time. It's my favorite holiday. She loves Christmas. But I'm like, and I think that whole forest green, scarlet red, like, it's so pretty. Are beautiful. It's but so my pretty. fear, I'm like, but God forbid, like, we're in the middle of a blizzard or something. Yeah. Like, it can yeah. fuck up everything. Whereas I'm like, if we're in the spring, because she wasn't doing summer, um, right. like, at least if it's, you know, just a light rain or raining, people will still be like, okay, shitty weather, but we're still going. So right, that's, right. that's my yeah. uh, was. Uh, and snow, yeah. you don't get as wet. Of course. Yeah, of course. Right. It's, you yeah. know, I'm just hoping that we get, you know, 69 degrees and, and sunny with a very yeah. light. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's a tricky one. I've, I've shot a wedding in the pouring rain in Oregon. And the pictures came out, but the bridal party was soaked. So. Yeah. Well, I, I sit there and think, like, you know, at least maybe you can do somewhere indoors or whatever, or try to, like, right. make sure I like, have everyone be like, listen. Your job is to protect the bridal party and the, like, right. and right. like, you know, make sure the they're umbrellas. not getting, yeah, like, and make yeah. sure, like, you know, you're covering them like they are the president's daughter, children, like, right, you know, right, like, get them <laughs> safety and shelter yeah. ASAP. Yeah, um, I, I also just to that question that we just yeah. did, I also wouldn't care if somebody showed up in white. I'm not somebody that really cares about that kind of stuff, but I have had that happen. I had, I had one wedding where the lady, the bride's stepmother showed up in a basically wedding dress and it was awkward something it was something yeah That's, yeah so again, maybe it's because i'm a guy and i it has real no effect on me with the whole white dress thing right. i would probably rather someone show up as long as it's as long as it can't be confused for a wedding dress if it's just white i feel like i wouldn't mind 
if you propose at my wedding and you don't clear it with us, we're going to have problems. That's, <laughs> See, that's I wouldn't care. I don't like, think I'd care. But I get if, it. I if think you cleared it with us, you're like, hey, you know, we want to propose or I'm going to propose right. to, you know, Jillian or something like that. Like, right. okay. Yeah. Thank you for coming to tell us. You yeah. know, we might, of course, we'll give the blessing or whatever. But who knows? Maybe she'll be like, no, yeah. you can you can <laughs> wait a day. Like, I don't, right. but uh, yeah, I'd love I to hear agree. her thoughts on this. I think, I think that would be the right thing to do. And I think for, I think having been to as many weddings as I've been to and seeing as many as I've seen, I'm very relaxed about everything. I think most people, if somebody proposed at their wedding and they didn't know it was coming, might be a little iffy about that. And I can't imagine being a person proposing and thinking like, Hey, this is appropriate without clearing it first. So I, I definitely think that's not, I also would say the same thing about wearing white though. Like, that's not of course, the kind yeah. Of thing. Well, they're both like you know yeah. no goes. That's why I, and yeah. that's why I love the the these these yeah. cringeworthy <laughs> would you rather to just make your spine tingle. It's so hard. It's so hard. Uh, Ron is saying nope. I don't want anyone proposing at my wedding. I'm petty. I'll fall out, <laughs> and the attention will be back on me. But for this question, I'd still rather someone. Oh, she'd rather have someone wear white. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, so that's what I, yeah. If someone proposes at your wedding, then you just have to announce that you're pregnant at their wedding. <laughs> oh, you're a petty queen, and I, I'm here for it. Yes. I, oh, yeah. I, we would plan ovulation at conception around it. Like, okay, when is this bitch's wedding? October? Cool. Let's make this happen. Uh, <laughs> the uh, fourth would you rather question, would you rather have all of your fiance's exes show up at your wedding or all of your exes show up at the wedding? His exes. hundred percent. Yeah. I think there's only maybe one or two that I'd be like, Oh God, this is gonna be really fucking awful. Um, but <laughs> Rhonda, yeah. saying that's my type of petty <laughs> to, to get pregnant. At their wedding. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so you're, you said you would rather have your fiance's exes, and I'd rather have. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to what Shannon would choose, but uh, yeah, she's like yeah. She's in the uh, in the other room. Um, <laughs> and uh, the final, would you rather? And you're obviously biased to, to this. Would you rather only have a photographer or only have a videographer, and why? I would rather only have a photographer. You're right. I am biased. Um, but this is, I, I think, first of all, there's a couple, there's a couple reasons for this. Me, first of all, you don't, most people hang their wedding pictures on the wall. You see yeah. them every day. A video, you're only going to see when you take the time to sit down and watch it. It's not going to be something that you can see all the time. I also tend to think, and this is true of, pictures and video in general. I take way more pictures than video. For me personally, when I have memories of things, I remember them a certain way. And a lot of times the video ruins it. Like when I watch a video oh, back uh, and I like, I have it pictured one way in my head and then it's not the same on the video that I don't like that. So for me, yeah, like, just, yeah, I would, I, I have no problem hiring a videographer. I think that's great. I think a lot of people do it and I wouldn't like, have a problem with that. But if I could only pick one, I would definitely pick photos. I just video sometimes like, especially with weddings where things go so fast and you, you kind of have tunnel vision. Like you're seeing, you're seeing your part of things. And most people walk away from that feeling really good. But then like, what if you see a video and, and it's not what you remember it being? I don't know how I yeah. feel about that. So yeah, I pick pictures. Yeah. I, I've, when I wrote this, I'm like, oh, I would rather have a videographer because I feel like you can, like you said, you can see the memories rather than just looking yeah. at the picture. 
but that's a great point. It's like, as soon as yeah. you brought that up, whatever. And I sit there and think like, I, I picture like, you know, the first dance, like I want there to be a dip with the sparkles going on behind or whatever. And I want like, if that's the only photo we get from the entire wedding, right. that's the, that's the shot I want. And if we get it the way I want, like, yes, it's going to be blown up, hanging yeah. in the house, whatever. And everything you said, like, especially the point about it can ruin things. If you yeah. go back to the video, like, yeah. Interesting. You, you, I, I definitely flopped or flipped on my, uh, yeah. on my decision. So make sure you tell your photographer you want that. Oh th yeah. No, I mean, I'm <laughs> going to be, I think pretty hands off for, uh, I, I actually saw, um, I think it was, I don't know if it was on TikTok or the wedding planning group. Um, it's like a list of all of the shots to get. And yeah. it's like bride and, or yeah, bride and groom, bride and groom with, you know, her parents, his parents. And it's just like, it's a laundry list <gasps> of like necessary. Yeah. Like, is that like a real thing? Like, don't oh, you gotta get one with you just... Yeah, no. If you Thank if God. you okay. have if you have a photographer who's established and professional and knows what they're doing, a list like that, they're gonna know. They're not gonna need yeah. you to say that you need a picture of the dress or that you need a picture of the bride with her mother. Like those are things I always tell my couples. If there's something that's unique, if there's something that's unique that's gonna happen in the wedding. Or if there's a somebody that I wouldn't normally take a picture of or something like that, you need to tell me that. But if yes. it's a typical wedding picture, I got you covered. And I think okay. um, that goes, so like, for instance, if you have this idea of this dance picture that you want, yeah. tell, tell your photographer so that they make sure, because they may not, that may not be a priority oh, yeah. versus like a, a different picture. So I think that kind of stuff's important. But when it comes to just the regular, like, I've had brides give me that list of like, here's all the pictures we want. And that's fine. I get it. Especially with internet. Like they tell you, make sure your photographer has this list of, ch you know, whatever. Yeah, that's and that's fine. But when you've been doing something for 13 years, you know, this is, these are the pictures that you need to get and you're going to get them. And, and the people who have given me those lists, I'll look them over. And like, if there's something unique, I will pull that out but I will probably not pull the list out the entire time that I'm shooting. So w when I saw that post, I mean, I saved it just as a precaution, but I saw the person who posted it said like, is this like too long of a list? And I don't know how many, I think she had, I want a rough estimate, 20 different pictures yeah. she wanted. And I'm like, and my, my gut reaction was like, this is way too many. And I just saw all the comments. Oh, that's a very reasonable list. I would have had yeah. more. I would have had more. I'm like, I, I think it's oh never, if, if you're set on, if there are specific pictures that you are going to be devastated, if a photographer doesn't get, give it to them. But most likely yeah. they're going to get it without the list. Like they have probably spent a long time making lists of their own and learning which pictures need to be taken and all of that stuff. Now, if you're hiring yeah. someone who's new or a student or something like that, that's a different story. In that case, then, yeah, yeah you might want to give them a list and make sure they get everything. Yeah. But if you're hiring a seasoned professional, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, like that. Like if I were, you know, this is my first wedding, like you said, like, yes, give me the list. I like when I'm DJing right. parties, whatever, I'm like, if you have 100 songs that you know you want heard, right. I'd rather right. you give me that than me yep. guess what you right. want to hear. Like, I'm here to please you. So, yeah. you know, give me yeah. your list and I'll mix and match it. Or one better, if you have a list that you want in order and you just basically need me to stand there as a prop right, and maybe right. make a couple of announcements, that's easy money <laughs> right. for me. And yeah. the job is going to be all the songs that you want. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so the final segment, it's dropping the mic, which I'm sure you know. It's one final question to kind of wrap everything up. So what is the worst wedding faux pas for you that comes to mind? 
And then this can be from the perspective, it either could be something that the couple does or something that a guest does. Like what's like, you know, fashion faux pas or wedding faux pas that just, no. I think anyone other than the bride or groom making anything about themselves is the biggest thing you can do, the biggest mistake, the biggest faux pas you can make at a wedding. A wedding is not about anyone other than the bride or groom. And you often, sadly, see people making things about them about them as in other people than the bride and groom. And I just think on somebody's wedding day, you back off, you let them do whatever the heck they want to do and you be supportive. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's what I would say. I would say making anybody other than the bride or groom, making anything about them. Excellent. Yeah. Like I said, I'm doing my, my, my friend too. And it's like, I know the bride and the groom and I'm yeah. all, you know, officiating their wedding. Like I'm sitting down with them on Friday and I'm like, we are going to comb through this. Like, I want to make this as perfect for you. I want to right. put as much effort into this as it, as it right. was my own wedding. So, like, tell me yeah. every little detail of what you want. Like, right. I, I almost don't totally. want to leave anybody the chance. Yeah. Um, Rhonda's saying, yep, that's why you don't propose at somebody's wedding. <laughs> yeah. That, see, that's okay, where, that's where my logic comes in. Because it's like, is there, I sit there and think, like, yes, I get what you're doing. It's romantic and whatever. But I'm like, <laughs> you're taking the spotlight off of someone's big day. Solid point. Ordinarily, Solid I wouldn't be a fan of that. But if you're doing it to me and my wife, yeah and the uh the final thing i like doing is just kind of giving you the platform to plug your work where can people find you read you book you everything this is your chance to shine yeah here on instagram um is i'm pretty active uh and then on twitter it's the same as my instagram handle but there's no dot so it's just deandra ann that's it okay and, and i'll make sure i i you know, put little uh, captions <laughs> at the bottom. I'll tag you in, okay. in the uh, caption when this video is over and whatnot. But Dee, thank you so, so, so much. Like I said, yeah, the absolutely. fact that you were on was great. I know I was trying to for get you sure. on for a couple of weeks, but the fact that you came on last minute um, and told me that you were a wedding photographer last week or so, yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. thank you. <laughs> Cannot thank for you sure. enough. But um, again, thank you. And uh, we'll definitely talk soon and can't wait to meet you one day. Yeah, you too. Have a great day. Have a good one. Everyone will be back tomorrow at 8 o'clock. It's the final episode of the Daily Mic Job. My childhood friend Josh Rodriguez is going to be on. I know he was on from the Black Lives Matter series, but we're going to be talking about a lot more fun and lighthearted stuff tomorrow. So don't miss it. 8 o'clock tomorrow, and I will see you then. Have a good night. Peace.